Sportsbet Finals. Welcome aboard. The podcast is here. Joel Kane, Sean Amrod, Dan Ganane. Lovely to uh, be at the best time of year. Um, you're all giggling because we just put together... We've already done the podcast. The greatest 15 <laughs> minutes of podcast. We bitched about everyone in our industry. Yep. Uh, oh, boy, some of the things we said. Mm. And some of the stuff that came out of Sean's mouth, I couldn't believe. Did we miss anyone? What about Sean? He just sat back and just took it all in. Oh, just yeah. Came I'm wearing, and a, I'm wearing a line, Ripping in. Ripping in. How are you, boys? Very good. Oh, how good is it? Nine games till we decide a premier. Maybe a new premier, maybe not. Uh, or you, you're convinced Melbourne Storm are going to win. Correct. We don't even need to do the podcast for the next four weeks. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, because uh, what, what was the stat? That no, we're... I found a, actually Ryan another, Selvage. Another had, stat. Yes. We've had to, so the stats were um, that every time the Melbourne Storm have lost a grand final, they've lifted the trophy the next year. Which, it's a small sample it's size. It's a very small sample size. It's an impressive sample but size. They've but they've clearly got the best defence. Their ratings are as good as the 2017 team, but mm. we're showing scant regard for them. I did uh, mention we we're doing the podcast, and I threw it out there listeners for a few comments. Ryan Selvage came up with a good one. He said that uh, not since 1969, when Mm. the Dragons were undefeated in the regular season, Mm. has a team held, not lost by more than five in the year, which is the Melbourne Storm this year. That's a good stat. That's Uh, a good stat. Well, he's one that uh, I'm a big believer. um, Since 1980, no team has won the Premiership with a, a for and against worse than plus 100. So you have to be in triple digits. Since 1980, I think one team... Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I think 1980 was the last time it happened, or there may have been one fluke in between. Uh, so I'm a big believer. I think the for and against is actually a reasonable guide. In 2017, the golden year, Melbourne yep. 20 and 4, plus I think 297. This year, 20 and 4, plus 320-something. So they're actually statistically better. Can be a bit misleading. I, d- I think so too, sure. They, they I don't do. think the Roosters have been fair income for a little bit of it. Yeah, but I just think the the I mean the better the team, the better the for and against. Now and, yeah. and over time, the better the better team's going to win it more often. Now you two have a similar belief, don't you? When we get to this point of year, if you believe for you as you in Melbourne, you don't mm. back them to win the premiership. You back them. Uh, week and roll it into the next week and game by game. Yeah, is that is that the way it generally works? Well, it de- it depends. De- top top four, mm. um, you're probably more likely to find value just in their straight outright price. Right. But if you're if you're, for instance, if you somehow like the Broncos to win to win the comp, if you were to all up their price for four games in a row, I think you're going to get a bigger price. And okay, they, what, are they fifty like fifty to one or something? Yeah. I think you're going to get a bigger. You know, a cumulative price and that. Okay. But you rely on your own discipline, don't you? To keep that's turning exactly up and right. stuff and that's and why up and, I couldn't do it. And not spending it on something that's else exactly or whatever else. That's exactly why I couldn't do that. Um, Jesus, I'm excited for this. I'm so excited. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh, Jarv wants to go to Vegas for a... The executive oh, okay. scorer wants to go there. Um, Did Sportsbet put that on? By the way, a colleague of mine, very excited because he's been invited by Sportsbet... Uh, don't give away the name because it's, no. te- it's a touchy subject because there's another one uh, that's involved. Okay. He's been invited to the September club for AFL Grand Final Day. Uh, all expenses paid. Now, it's lovely sports bed hospitality right? and, and two nights mm. and flights. and uh, They're mm. obviously spending... This, this is not even a man who does a regular podcast. Now, where is the sports bed? Yeah. Vegas. <laughs> We've been talking about this Vegas... I've got a week off in October. Nudge, nudge. I'm just saying that. Well, I'll be. I'm actually going to be over there. I'm actually going to Vegas. 
Wow. But why? With four kids, you know, come on, What's and a wife. The, the beer ad, but all the boy, all the boys lob at the same joint together. Just uh, is that can a, we, that's can we, a very clever? Can we organise that? No, somehow? yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That, ad one did, that ad did not last long enough. Like that should have been a three-year run. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I live and breathe. You know why? Yeah. Might have been a mid-strength ad. Ah, uh, think. Yeah. Mid-term, mid-term contract for a mid-strength beer. Mm. What about this bloke? Silent majority comes through. I actually don't hate this. I don't hate this. Right? Yes. He believes that the the points table or the allocation of points. This is I, ideas committee. Here we go. I, knew, I like this. I, I like this. I knew you wouldn't hate this. No, oh, you saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's four points up for grabs in each game. Huh? There's four points competition points available for each game according to the silent majority. Right. If you win 13 plus, oh, you get no, the whole no, four points. No, this is not super rugby, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't hate it. Uh, if you win one to 12, you get three points. The other mob gets one. Oh, for God. I don't hate it. <laughs> rewarding, rewarding shellackings. And then when teams are getting sort of putting a score on, they're still fighting for a point. I don't hate it. Silent majority. It sounds like you are oh, remaining mate. in the silent <laughs> no, majority Jesus. because the boys aren't. Oh, I'd say the, the idea I don't. The four point thing I thought that was going to be silent majority was uh, four points up per game. Mm. Um, if it's a golden point result, yeah, yeah, yeah. three I, I, one, yeah, yeah, and that, two mm, two. That now, works. Of course, that works. Yeah. Of course, that works. I don't know why we wouldn't look. I, I, I just hate that a team doesn't get rewarded if they tie after eighty minutes. Yeah, no, I, I like that too. Um, what do you think about my proposal, which which has got mixed? Mixed feedback. Um, that's what sets a market. Now, now mixed would indicate some people are pro at Joel. I don't even know what this idea is. <laughs> but when someone says mixed, Sean, I always think that means it's, yeah, it's generally genius. all anti. But uh, let's go with this. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of the interchange player of the year. I, I, just, I hate the award. Right. Regan Campbell-Gillard was playing Origins, I think, and got it. Like, I just don't like it. Okay, what are we replacing it with? Well, there's two, I got one. There's no. two sides of rugby league. There's attack and defence. We reward the top point scorer. Yeah. We reward the top try scorer. Reed Marnie's made 1,052 tackles. I would rather have the Dallium Tackler of the Year or Dallium Top Tackler than I would a bloody interchange Mate, that, player of the year. We had that award. It was the Club Kino Top Tackler of the Year. <laughs> it was. And there, Chris King used to win it for Parramatta all the time because Parramatta was shit, so they defend all the time and he'd make 50 tackles. So are you with me or not? No, I want most improved. I love that too. But are you happy to bench the bench player oh, of the I year? Want, I, it's want, the I want neither. I want neither. Is that because of the no, NBA no, has the six-man of the year, which is actually a role? Mm. The six-man is a role. It's a sort of uh, slide on someone because they're not good enough to be in the starting five. <laughs> no, but the exactly. six-man is the guy who comes in, he's the yeah. pinch hitter. But it just, no, I'm with you. How does he qualify for an interchange player? I.e., how many games on the bench? What if you start? Well, I think it's the points, Dally, and points you accumulate, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, but how do you? What, what I'm saying is, how do they allocate? Oh, what? So you've if you've started on the bench you and you end up with Dally M points, I think that's how you get oh. Jazz Tavunga last year. Uh, yeah, I think they, they allocate at least one vote to an interchange player. That's what it is. You know what? It, okay, I'm happy, I'm okay with the award. I think it's a silly one, but that's the award. That they should award before the uh, the television production, and then it, during the ad break, uh, <laughs> at the end of the ad break, and earlier we awarded just yeah, a moment yeah, yeah, the interchange yeah, yeah. player like they do at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I All like right, that. Uh, but hang on, you had some uh, ideas for the Gold Coast and George game, St George Laura game. Trial some rules. Yeah. We, we didn't trial any. I don't well, know why. I don't know why we didn't try Captain's Challenge. Yeah. 
Is that the number one pressing rule, would you say, out there? I'm saying it's the easiest one to, to trial. And we tried it two years ago, mm. but there were no captain's challenges. It was St. George and Newcastle. Yeah, that's George, right. Why am I doing we had, that? But we had the Panthers game as well, Pen- Penrith first Knights. What about the Knights? Mm. Wow. I'd pre-arranged to have that day off, and I did the Thursday game. What a game, South and the Roosters. Mm. I was pleasantly surprised how good that game was just because there was not much writing on it. Oof. When, the, when it was obvious Penrith-Newcastle would be nothing, I thought, oh, I've, I've, I've pulled the right rein here. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that sounded like Newcastle were horrible, like just stop, actually stop trying. Yep, it was, it was shocking, absolutely shocking. Uh, well done to uh, Cleary, Nathan Cleary as well. Was it 32 points? 34. 34 yeah. points. Mm. Uh, well done Good to crowd, him. I noticed. Relatively speaking, like 13,000. Mm. Um, oh, like- by the way, by the way, I've got to give this a plug, boys. Um I could give you the URL, but that's a bit tricky. If you just Google win cash for your rugby league club on the footy show the next three weeks, we're doing a quiz and you can win it's two. It's a long body search. Yeah. What win, is it? Well, win cash for your <laughs> rugby league club. Okay. So if you want to do that, um, Google it, check it out. You'll get taken to the Channel 9 website, Wild World of Sports website, and uh, all the instructions are there. But it's uh, $2,000 for your club. Yeah, a bit of fun. What did you make of the drama? Captured brilliantly, and I'm not saying that because they're now my employer, but um, the the hour before the Tigers-Cronulla game was actually more compelling than the game itself. Not that it wasn't a compelling game, but the mm. whole Robbie and Maguire dropping it on. Huge. I missed it? all that. I was just drinking schooners on the way to, on the, way to <laughs> no, the ground. So I was at the pub, and I, I didn't hear it, but mm. it was the straps. It was the graphics. Uh, going, what okay. the hell's going on here? You know, Michael mm. Maguire, late-breaking news. Uh, Great theatre, wasn't it? But here's my question. <laughs> If Robbie was fit enough to play, so if he was deemed fit enough to be brought in at last minute, why wasn't he playing? And I think Madge probably made a call. But then, okay, who was aiming at? Hang on, so. I think it was a risk. It was a risk that they didn't want to take, and in the end they had to take the risk. But isn't there a 19th yeah, man there, as well? there would have been two on standby. Because they, cut, they go from 19 to 17 with an hour to go. I would have thought 18 and 19... I, I, I've got to check this up. And because I wasn't working that day, I didn't check it up. Because I would have thought it was... The the bench was way out of whack mm. with Reynolds and Farrer yeah. and an injured Farrer. Mm. And then you're asking players like um, uh, McKayley, uh all these other players to play big bigger minutes. It was obvious if Cronulla could just break even with them, they were going to run over the top mm. of them. Yeah, but I reckon that... I like what he did because I think psychologically, I, I think that... Just them seeing Robbie there on the bench, all the theatre. Otherwise, you're bringing in just an okay player. You're not replacing him with a world beater, are you? Who, who was the player to come in? But that's I, don't know who, I don't know who the, who the nine-eighth man was, but... Uh, yeah, I mean... Do you remember the 77 grand final replay? I don't remember that. No, I wouldn't have thought you did. <laughs> remember Mark Shulman? Mark no, Shulman? No, I don't. I wasn't alive. Mark Shulman. Mark <laughs> Shulman was the you. half. He was the half. No, I wasn't either. It might have been 79 or 77. Whatever the replay was, yeah. he was the starting half in the original game. I think he got a broken leg or some kind of in- really bad injury. Mm. They were sort of pedalling along, and Shulman comes walking out – so it couldn't have been a broken leg. Comes broken out, <laughs> walking out, and the whole SCG stopped, and this major raw players are looking around. Yeah. And I reckon it was a sort of a similar play. Madge would have been alive at that time. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, I'm just buying time so you can keep going through your computer here. No, no, Dan. no. Don't blame me. Anyone? Because you wanted to tell the story that we lost interest in. Yeah, did, uh, we, <laughs> did we? No one's lost interest in the Sevo story, have they? Well, okay, now tell me, wasn't yeah, it quick we, on the WhatsApp, Sean? Very quick. Very Because Sevo, you caught that game, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Now, okay. How was your reaction? Yep. Because you've got something, or you had something right here. Yeah. You're going to have to explain. I have to explain this. So, a lot of people, and I do appreciate all the messages, um, saying, oh, yeah. Not, yeah. A, not a lot of them were positive, because I think we were quick to say, oh, He geez. cashed out. The wimps had cashed <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the cash out value was one eighth of the full value, right? If you stayed in one eighth, right? Or thereabouts. So, the strategy was, which I share with uh, Sean the Trader over here and Holmeser, I said, boys, I think Latrell wins it. However, if Latrell does not score, I believe Sevo will take it from him. Therefore, the play was six dollars for for Sevo to score two or more, right? Which would give him the victory, right? Because what I was concerned about was a, a, there was a strong chance of a tie with Mamalo and Garrick and all those sorts of things. So I thought, well, if you take him two or more, you guarantee to get the yeah, collect if he scores two or more. Although I've had some sports bet bets where some I get the full payout. When it's a tie, I had Newcastle to have least wins one year, and it was tied, and they okay. gave the full. Sometimes, actually, uh, can we scrub that? Because that actually, uh, I don't want to have to give sports bet money back anyway. Continue. <laughs> yeah. I think that I'm might watching, have been an error on there. Nah, watching investigation as soon as I get back. The great man would have approved that over here, Shawnee the trade. So anyway, long story short, instead of getting the full amount, yes. I ended up with about seventy-five percent of it. Okay, that's yeah. a very that's a nice result. Yeah, story. it's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. But I just love the story about Sevo, like. Just fantastic. Mm. Three, years, was... three years in reserve grade at Penrith. Couldn't get a run, please. What, you're saying Penrith uh, misfired on a recruit? 100%. They and West Tigers. <laughs> dear, dear, dear. Yeah. Apparently now Tigers want Pappenhausen back. They do. Mm. Um, I'd be getting him back too. Of course. Yeah. But uh, I... He sure. might be a what premiership winner. go is the question. Well, that we, that we all uh, there's the salary cap and, mm. you know... It's harder to get those Harvey Norman uh, TVs and boats than it used to be. So, I'd... but honestly, look at that list from Melbourne. They they could, f- it's doable. Yeah. Because don't forget, Smith's gone probably at the end of next year. So you can backlight, you know, do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's doable. Um, all right. Most uh, disappointing team and most. Who are the best of the uh, non-top eight teams? I'll put oh, it Canterbury. To you. Canterbury finished the best. No, I'd put it to your West Tigers. I think fans of the Tigers, I know they lost again in a big game at Leichhardt. But that list, I looked at that list, and we talked about it last week. They had no right to be in the race for the eight. I think, actually, they did a really good job to be in it for as long as they I did. I do, too. Madge is clearly a good coach, isn't he? Um, who's, that's a good question, Dan, without yeah. notice. Probably, I think if I'm having a bet, I think probably Penrith are on top against any of those other teams, I think. If there was a Ripper-Charge final series, mm. you'd, you'd want to be on the Panthers, would you? I think so. Dan? <sighs> no, they continue to disappoint. Uh, Benji gets the Tigers home? No. Jeez, I don't know. Dragons come good? I'm thinking, who? well, who's the... Uh, problem is you've got Manly, who unfortunately look like they might be cannon fodder. Mm. Uh Warriors, I think, would be the most threatening, but they certainly don't deserve to be anywhere near the finals. Um Bulldogs, always, you know, class always found them out in the end. Geez, that was a good effort to win 10 games. 
Hey, we'll do that next week. We'll get Jarv. If the executive scorer can send me what we did for unders and overs, wins at the start of the year, yes. we'll go through that next week. Uh, okay, and most disappointing team, of the, the funner question, most disappointing of the bottom eight? Oh, Dragons. Dragons by <clears throat> probably a mile, I think. Yeah. Geez, Cowboys have been There's ordinary. enough people tipping the Gold Coast to make the eight at the start of the year, too. I think I was one of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put my hand up. Yeah, no, I was, I was well behind them as well. No, none of us had them at four wins, for God's sake. No. That no. was a pathetic performance. Uh, all right, so let's get on with this. Before uh, we do, I, yes. I had the uh, – it was a really, really nice conversation, actually. I spoke to Adrian, who won $20,000. We had 80,000 people in the sports bet uh, tipping competition, oh, million-dollar tipping. I was kept forgetting to tip in that. Yeah, and I spoke to Adrian, and he, 83-year-old. Um, uh, he, yeah, it was great. Yes. It was great. And um, we had a good chat, and um, former race caller Adrian was, so – he was thrilled to win that, $20,000. And I should also say we had our own private podcast, uh, Tipping Comp as well. Kez Bar. Kez Bar won, won the competition by one with 127. Uh, Panther Pride was second on 126. Allard, 26. Friend, 27. And Carts, 1291. The top five, if you check your accounts now, your Sportsbet accounts, we've thrown a bit of Sportsbet love in there. All so right. so well check it out. Well done to the winners, and uh, we appreciate you getting involved. That was a free comp, Sean, I always kept forgetting <laughs> to tip. And it had weekly prizes if you got the... Uh, yeah, yeah. It is, it, if you drop the ball early in that comp, it is... Yeah. It is but there was incentive. To... These people actually give yeah. you incentive to keep... Because that's exactly right. Everyone forgets to do it early in... And then there was the... Um, we need to do it at the line next year with all our podcast listeners. We're all tipping at the line. Absolutely. That's the way to do it, isn't it? Um, all right. We now, will do that. We'll I'm make gonna, that happen. I'm going to ask you... We're going to do bracket betting at the end here. When I say bracket betting, like the basketball in America where you try and pick mm. how the whole thing is going to play out. Oh, yeah. Let's do that at the end, but let's get into these games. <laughs> Righto. Uh, did we try and do that last year and it got a little bit confusing? Oh, we'll get it right this year. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. <laughs> Roosters South. This is the most, uh, the biggest line of the weekend. I cannot believe this. Dollar mm. thirty Roosters South. Three dollars forty-five. No Burgess for South. No Gagai, but Roberts is back. Um, and Jared Oria Hargreaves is the big one. He won his judiciary hearing last night. Uh, and and Luke Heary's back there. They're just about at full strength. Minus eight. Yeah. I'm, I'm stunned that line is... Mm. Of course, the Roosters deserve to be favourites. I can't believe that line is that big. That home ground, and you're calling this game, Dan, the the last... This is a really big stat, I think. The last eight games at the SCG, here's two big stats. You know the Latrell one where he's personally outscored... He's personally outscored the opponents eight times in a row at the SCG. That is massive. We've got a megabit for that, by the way. So 425, you'll see the megabit there for Latrell to score more points than South Sydney on his own. Max bet $100. Jeez, they roughed him up last week, though. Yeah, they... eight times in a row, though. And they could have kicked away with it. The last six games at the uh, SCG, they've won 13-plus, the Roosters. But this is the big one for you, Dan, I reckon. Yes. The last eight games, what's the highest score they've had posted against them at the SCG? Um, oh, it's 12 or something. 12. 12. Okay, I'm going to throw this back at you because we're all impressed with the SCG run. Mm. Haven't beaten much there. No, that's fair enough. And in fact, I'd put it out there that the, the last – Decent team they played was probably South in all the way back in round one. Here, I can't think of anyone else at that's the really... SCG. Yeah. Here's the other concerning thing: since round ten, and this is no fault of their own, they haven't played much at all. The only top eight teams they've played in the last four months: Melbourne in Adelaide, lost. 
I think that might have been an origin affected game. Uh, round 21, Canberra. That was a good win because they had everything against them. It was down there, 22-18. And then last week against South. So they haven't played a hell of a lot. So they, they have feasted on some pretty ordinary teams at home. Uh, so are we just overrating them a touch? Uh, no, I don't think we are. I'm going to be on South in this game. There's no doubt. The, the, for what the total is predicted as about, which is about 35 and a half, 36, very low. Mm. This is a huge game. To get the week off, you're in the spa for the week. Um, I think this is the most important week of the season. Oh, probably This far, is more yeah. important yeah. than 25 rounds. It's more important than... It just sets everything up. <clears throat> well, just particularly for those two teams... For if if Roosters can book week three at the cricket ground, yeah, Melbourne if Melbourne can book, yeah, yeah. That, that's very it's a, hard. It's a, it's a massive game. Um, I'm going to be on South. Like fully, fully expect Roosters to win this game, but that, yeah. there's, there's far too many points just to ignore it. Particularly in what's going to be or what should be a very low scoring game. How much? What the line effectivity did Burgess have? So no Burgess. What's that? Two, two and a half. Probably points? two-ish. You can make a. They're a bit light on. Mm. Front, you got. I mean, the carrying, and I don't like this at all for a bloke that's going to be back in South. But like Mark Nichols on the bench, he goes right. No, he's he's ordinary <laughs> last week, but he has been. He's had his best season. Yeah, I don't mind him. Um, all right, we're gonna we'll, we'll disagree. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're a bit. Well, hang on. on. I don't think you'll play because George Burgess is number eighteen. Okay. So I think they'll bring in George, and then either, well, it's Ethan Lowe. I don't think he was left out of a game a couple of weeks ago, but I think he'll play. Dean Britt. Has been. So, I think he'd go with Britt over Nichols, but if George is fit and healthy, mm. which he is, but didn't probably. Wayne say something that he wouldn't guarantee him back in the team? Or do you think we see him out now? That changes things. I think so. I think they're going to need some grunt, particularly with Warrior Hargreaves mm. playing as well. Warrior Hargreaves, when he's in there, twelve and three. Uh, no, no, that's a different stat. No, when Kiri and, and um, Cronk are together, twelve and three. Wow. And when Kiri, Cronk, and Tedesco are together, eleven and two. So um, the band is back together. Well, Rhea Hargreaves, they've lost 13 of their last 19 when he's not there. He's there. Uh, so the Roosters, Taukayaho is back. Morris is back. Kiri is back. Orbison is back. This is a damn good team. Which yeah. way are you going, Joel? It's, yeah, you've sold me. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Roosters. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Um, Roosters to cover. Latrell to score. There's your same game multi. Can't wait for the battle of 13s. Really excited oh, yeah. about that. Two, yeah. of the, two of the young beasts of the comp. Yeah. Um, two of my man loves. Um, Murray last week was just amazing. Phenomenal to watch. Now, James um, Roberts... Sorry, two interrupts. Sorry. That's right. Uh, James Roberts, I just... His name stuck out to me. He's going to mark Joseph Manu. Wow. Now, that's mouth-watering. But what I was sort of thinking... Scary think- is what it is. If you're Jimmy the Jet. I was going to say, Manu... <clears throat> He's fine. What about some of the plays last week? Dan, Latrell Mitchell almost won the Ken Irvine medal. He went so close, and I thought he was going to do it. Top try scorer. He won the point scorer by a space, but he won't be the best centre in his own club. I was going to say. It, Is he the Dallium centre of the year, Joey Manu? He won't get it. Joey Manu won't? Latrell will get it, will he? If you said to me you've only got one, Latrell or Manu, I'd take Manu. Is yeah. that crazy? No. No, um, I don't. He's been, he's been, he's looking for his fourth straight grand final, Joseph Manu. Well, who's he, he played twenties. He then played oh, for, he, th- he then played for uh, Wyong for the Roosters Feeder Club, and then he played last year. He's looking for his fourth straight grand final. All right, so, um, geez, I had, uh, 
See, I'm I'm always suspicious when you put out such a, a, a fishy line. Don't be so suspicious. Because I think the Roosters won't win 13 plus. <clears throat> but then you look at that and you go, you can't take plus eight. That's just that's looking a gift horse in the mouth. No, I'm going to stick with South. <laughs> I just think this rivalry, they'll keep it close. We just mm. copped a whack here on uh, social media, boys. Oh, here uh, we go. Joel, Joel is far too... Li- live tweeting. The yeah, this is now. live tweeting from Marco Raiders, right? Marco Raiders won. I stopped listening to the podcast when everyone gave the Raiders no hope and said we're pretty much hopeless and signed nobodies. Remember when Sean <laughs> did this? over and under, right, and said we'll be lucky to win seven games, LOM. Mate, sure. Oh, whack. Marco just drives a... Didn't he see my... Public apology last week. What's you, must, you must have saw that one. I, I, I went on record as apologising to all Raiders fans all over the country last week. Got it completely wrong. Um, but that's what's so good about punting. You, know, you can you <laughs> can have right. a view and then change your mind. Oh, that's oh, like seven wins. Oh, that's nasty. Very I bad. posted out, I posted out Latrell Mitchell's uh, numbers at the SCG. Barry Webb, bloody hell! Get yourself a crossword book. What a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's oh? By the way, scores before we get young quest tip. How did we go last week? Uh, we oh, Shawnee boy got seven. Sean and the trader got seven. You and I got four. Get that and in here, Mark. Whoever you are, <laughs> Mark O'Reilly. Seven. <laughs> well done, seven. And one was against your team, the Raiders, Marco. Um, no, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You let him be the anti... I'm not anti-Raiders. I'm, I'm like, not anti-Raiders either. Because I, I cannot wait. He's on the bandwagon now. He thinks I'm, they can I'm, win I'm it. I'm all for the Raiders. Oh, too just, little, too late. Just got it wrong four months ago. Too little, too... Wager, we'll see how much you're on the bandwagon in about 60 seconds. Yeah, in you fact, will see. I think Mark might like this as well. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, Holmes the Court, who filled in during the year, who does the trading also at Sportsbet, he's given me a Sevo-type bet. We've backed this kid called Joe Burrows to win the Heisman Trophy at $81. He's into $15 now, Joe Burrow. He's flying. And Holmes, I think, he's still value at the 15 bucks. Wait, wait. Wow. Joe Burrow. Who's he play for? LCU or something? <laughs> LSU. Uh, LSU. Okay. I yeah, think they're it, a decent team. I think it's year. LSU, yeah. This is, I, this is the one thing I've never done. There's two things I've never done I want to go to in sport. Premier League and college football. But the college football, that's got to be the whole exp- the tailgating. Mm, yeah. And probably in Alabama or LSU is um, is uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay. That's the pl- like you want. That's the whole day. It's like Premier League. You can't just go to the game. You've got to do the, the pub. Yeah. And you've got to do the walk to the ground. Yeah. I saw something on, I don't know where I saw it. It was on Twitter. I don't know who it was from. But Michigan, and you'll probably be able to help me out the here. The big house, yeah. Average crowd, hundred thousand for the Whoa. last forty years is something like a hundred and seven thousand as a, a, an average. Yeah. Whoa, mental! Put in um, biggest stadiums in the world, right? And invariably, they're college football stadiums in the states, mm. right? Because obviously, the more the professional ones, mm. and there's some great college football stadiums that have been done up, but essentially they're more traditional. So you know, it's that. Um, uh, that seating, a lot of it's that seating. What do they call it? Um, where you're sitting on slats and that sort oh, of like rail sort of seating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of it's that concourse uh, seating. No, uh, no, not uh, there's a word for it. But anyway, it's too early in the morning. But my point is this: the big house, the Rose Bowl, um, uh, the LSU Stadium. I think it's particular Alabama, Tuscaloosa. All their mat. You get hundred thousand, eighty to hundred thousand is the norm. Have you, you know? seen the thirty for thirty? Um, Roll Tide, yeah, War Eagle, yeah, 
uh, Cam Newton features in that as a young punk. And, uh, Auburn. Auburn. That's a great doco, isn't mm. it? Give um, me, um, give me Brookvale over with a bit of asbestos any day. Right? <laughs> the Yanks can have all that. Okay. I wanted to tweet this, but I thought I can't because I work at the joint now. Okay, but I, I thought this was funny. Uh, so Leichhardt, Fox went all out, right? Yeah. And did the whole, did the uh, put a lot of polish into the. How good are those overhead shots? Oh. I think Nine started those, and and Fox had, mate, for suburban football, um, those Sunday afternoon shots are spectacular. Agree. But anyway, so Jess and the team are at the northern end, and I'm thinking the only place I think they can be is on the toilet. Right, that cement toilet. And ah. I wanted to say, Fox Sports are so close to the action, you can actually smell the urine emanating from the trough. Because <laughs> that trough is the most disgusting thing in football. <laughs> at Ly- For those that have never been to Leichhardt, you've got to walk down. It's rough, isn't it? it? You've got to walk, wild show there. You've got to so walk that. down. <laughs> have you not been to the... Yeah. Yeah, you've got to walk down the thing. And it's just, it stinks. You've never smelled anything like it. It's a zoo. It's, yeah, it is a zoo. And people, later in the day, after they've had a few, their aim is not so yeah, special, accurate. Special shout-out to the Tin Man, yeah. <laughs> who invented his own sort Didn't of place they to go. they find a toilet of a different kind at Leichhardt? Oh, no, what? No. No, no I can't. No, these there. days you can't talk about that stuff. Um, oh, out the back, yeah, well, along the trees. Yeah, oh, everyone does yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the, the great thing about the hill at Leichhardt is it's got that little ridge... Where it, it, it after the peak, it just, oh, no, we've all had it. Down the back. Yeah. You should have seen him hanging. He was hanging off. It's so steep, that, that embankment down there. He was like a mountain goat hanging off. <laughs> he had one hand, you know where, and the other hand hanging off a tree branch. Trying to fall. It, was very, it was very human. Hey, by the way, uh, shout out to Matty Astle. Have you been over the uh, the pub in New York? I have many years ago. Lovely man. Manly guy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, manly guy. So he, he uh, just speaking about Brookvale and talking about college football, etc. He took his, and you're wearing a, a New York Jets hat, right? Yes. So his wife took him to the, uh, what's the stadium? MetLife. MetLife, yeah. MetLife, and it's all buzzing, blah, 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 blah. And she hadn't been to Australia at this stage, right? He's married an American lady. And he said, um, this is great, but wait till you get back to Australia for the NRL, right? So, oh, no. So he dragged his family, right, all pumped up. They got the picnic basket she's ready to yank. go. Yank, right? Oh, and no. she's taking him to MetLife. Oh, and, this is going to hurt. This is and he's dragged her. He said, wait till you get to Brookvale, right? And he's taken her to Brookvale. It's about 12 degrees. The wind's sideways with the with the rain charging in. They're playing the Gold Coast Titans in front of 4,000 people. <laughs> so, oh, Matty Astle. But anyway, he listens to the podcast hey, there in Matty. New York. Yeah, so. I keep forgetting every time I'm in New York uh, that um, – God, doesn't that sound like a wank every time I'm in New York? But I always forget to pop in. Well, when you do, so he, he said he said mention that you listen to the Get Em Onside podcast. Hey. You get your first drink for free. Oh, thank you. That reminds me. Yeah. I, I went to the Gold Coast on Saturday to do the game up there. And, um, by the way, that stadium. It's great. I'd forgotten how good that stadium is. Yeah. That is every bit as good as Amy Park. I love it. And – I'm now. I'm not turned on the Gold Coast and saying they're hey we've got to save them at all costs. But I'm saying we've got to wait until they have a decent team because I think people will go back to that. St- it's that good a ground. The atmosphere mm. is superb. But I ran into Peter O'Shea. Oh yeah, yeah. He said that he t- he was the one that took Sean to Cogra for the first time. He was. Yeah. And nice, great fella, Peter, who came out and said hello. Also referred to world Sean. World-class bloke. World-class. Yeah, but also referred to Sean as one of the great Sam Toucans of the modern generation. <laughs> oh, no. So, <laughs> so couldn't hold your beer. Well, Pete, I won't forget this. We'll be having words. Yeah. But Pete's, Pete- I know that it's a mayonnaise, Pete, so <laughs> sorry. But, uh, 
Yeah. Mad Dragon, Pete. Number one ticket You have to be a mad drag because he's got yeah. a box at Cogra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one ticket holder for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll Good say on that. you, Pete. Like, yeah. Lovely, man. Um, uh, every week I'm bumping into people that are listening to the podcast. He's got some mad mates, though. He's Lumpy's one of his mates and Baker and they're, they're, they're mad men. All right, let's go. We've Yeah, we better go. Melbourne versus Canberra. <laughs> uh, We've got to talk some football. <laughs> Melbourne $1.41. Canberra $2.85. And the start is minus six and a half. So you've got that juicy line. This is at Amy. Um, Canberra came up with one of the results of the season a couple of weeks ago to win down there. I haven't done my stats on this game yet because um, I just haven't got around to it. I just can't imagine too many teams have won two in a row at Amy Park against the Storm. It's a final. Uh, where are we heading here? This is five, the un, the weird time of 5.40. I know it's for television, yeah. so it's back-to-back, but that's a stupid time. You know what's going to happen? Roosters, they wake up, Roosters have won their match, mm. and the Storm go crack. Just to remind everyone, they're the team. 13-plus, <laughs> the Melbourne Storm. Wow. I'll tell you a little trivial one. Uh, the Joshes playing here all scored in their last game, Papali, Hodgson and Addo Carr, right? Uh, only you could come up yes. with that stat. Yes. Uh, Papali, is that a me- let me guess? It's a mega bet for thirteen dollars. No, it's not. We can make that happen though. Um, your Dallium most improved player of the year, Josh Papali. Oh, had a huge. Well, year, he's got to be the prop of the year. He's flying, isn't he? Is he the prop of the year? Eight bucks anytime try score. I'd be grabbing something that. Melbourne Storm in a clinic. They, they, they. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, so I'm you've got you. you've got Papali scoring in a game Melbourne slaughter them. Yeah, I tend to think uh, Melbourne might do a number on them as well. Yeah. I think Melbourne like making statements, and I'm not I'm not sold on the Raiders anymore. I don't know why, but something's they're, they're just. I feel like they might have hit their peak. What about oh, sh- this, here's Sean's loving now to get all the Raiders fans back. Go on, Sean. No, and I just think in a we spoke about how big the Friday night game is. This is mm. just as big to get the week off. Um, just give me points in a in a big okay. scoring final. I know it's. I mean, you don't get harder tasks than going into Melbourne um, and winning. But I think this is going to go very very close. And six and a half, which is what it is at the moment, I'm happy to take that. What about Ricky Stewart's blast last night? Did you see this? I'm just tweeting back to Marco Raider saying, Marco, are jump back on the podcast. Sean, he's sucking up. <laughs> You've lost. You are a door knocker, aren't you? You're like getting them one at a time. Uh, you can't win that way. Uh, Ricky last night, so. Um, Hudson Young gets done. By the way, I went back to the judiciary last night for the first time in a long time. It's as confusing as ever. It's as confusing as ever. Uh, I don't know what we do about it, but I, I just Jared Ray Hargreaves gets off. Everyone thinks he's not going to get. Well, everyone comes in thinking he's not going to get off. Kane Evans. It was the most blatant grade one, and he couldn't get it downgraded. So I don't know. Hudson Young thing went for three hours. Yeah, no. Oof. Oof. Try doing updates on that on TV every 15 minutes. <laughs> but what, what about one of the great um, stuff-ups? So they've called in Adam Pompey, right? Clearly, clearly, mm. allegedly, I think they've looked after Pompey, the Raiders, because they've got him on. And look, not the most articulate young man, but he's you know he's there to be a footballer. Yeah. And it was clearly they've gone through some rehearsal here. So Nick Gabar, the defendant. Uh, Adam. Uh, did you feel uh, anything in your eye? No. Did you feel any pressure in your eye? No. Did you react to anything touching your eye? No. It was all that. The def- the prosecution gets in. 
sets him up. You could just see the setup coming. You could see the setup coming. Just worked him over for about a, a good 90 seconds and then said, so would you say, Adam, that uh, yeah, in the spirit of the game and, and rugby league, you know, players looking after players, that whatever happens on the field stays on the field? And you can tell that Pompey hadn't been prepared for this he question. He yes. He's got... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Pompey. Yeah. No further questions. I'm telling you, judiciary should be on TV. Yeah. Now, it'd be, now for a lot of them, for a Jazz Tavunga grade one careless high yeah, tackle... 95% of the game. I'm telling you... Mate, our, I just Imagine got our the Billy Slater on, one last year. Well, last year, can I tell you, the highest ratings we did on Fox Sports News last year was... The cricketers coming home from South Africa, mm. remember they were coming yeah, home yeah, and yeah. crying. Equal ratings, Billy Slater's judiciary hearing, which was just three of us sitting up on a desk wow. reading the blog from NRL.com, but people are thirsty for yeah, this. Yeah, it was big time, wasn't it? So I'm telling you, for the big ones, wouldn't be hard to shoot. And, and, and every, every word, sorry, I'm on my high horse here. Every word that is said in that room can be retransmitted, right? Mm. I could write down every word... Dean Ritchie there could write down every word and print it. It's not as if there's anything secret in that room. That's right. So it's just it's a it's basically it is the players' association wants something in return. Oh, we'll let you shoot it, but we want something in return. Okay. Well, I, I totally agree. It'd be great viewing. Oh, by the way, how did the Tigers game rate? Was that through the roof? Have you seen those numbers? For yet? a Sunday over, it was. It wasn't the high. Oh, okay. But mate, you, you're dealing with Sunday 2 p.m. That never rates. Yeah. So it got 300,000, which is amazing for that time slot. But compared to, um, you know, your, yeah. big, your big time. I think it got, okay, here's a comparison. It did about equal to Manly Melbourne the week before, which was a 5.30 Saturday. Right. And nowhere near, big game, but nowhere near as much hype. And that was a blowout. But that's the Sunday 2 p.m. football. Yeah. So you can't phenomenal for that for that time slot. Mm. I can I suggest ideas committee. We have flexibility with just the last round, and this is oh, not a yeah, nine fox a- thing. But we should not have the bet. We should not have 7:30 Saturday night, Gold Coast versus St George. Totally what I'm agree. saying totally is, agree. Uh, work it out six weeks in advance or three weeks in advance or a week in advance and and work it out between the broadcasters and who pays a premium and whatever. But that was un- very unfortunate. And manly Parramatta. But even, even... Should not have been six o'clock Friday. Even if you just limit it to the day. So clearly the Bank West is booked on that Friday. Yep. Whether it starts at six or eight o'clock. That's a good, that's a good idea. Just like to be able to toggle yeah. on the day. Yep. And even the Sunday, for example. So... You know, Penrith and Newcastle, that's a two o'clock game every day of the week. Tigers and the Sharks, that's your four o'clock game. In fairness, four weeks ago, I reckon Penrith and Newcastle looked like that was going to be the one. Yeah, but how easy would it be during the week just to to flip them around? Flip them around. Absolutely. Absolutely. If they they can do it in the NFL, they come up with the schedule. On Sunday night, they announce for week 16, they announce the week 17 schedule. Because the big rights holder is NBC and they want to be left. There's usually one game which decides a, play, a West Tigers Cronulla-like situation. So they, they they want to have the last roll of the dice. Well, that's that's They can do be it in gimme. the biggest league in the world can do it. If Premier League can change games in a heartbeat, yep. we can do the same thing. Yep. All right. Manly Cronulla. I'm surprised at the skinniness of these odds, uh, Sean, that Manly are only 265. 
Cronulla a dollar forty-seven, minus five and a half. Mm. If you want Cronulla, you've only got to give up five and a half here. Um, it's a real shame. I feel sorry for for Manly. Um, I'm well, I'm was on them to win the comp. I don't think they can win the comp um, from this position with all the injuries they've got. No Tommy Turbo. It's a real shame. Full strength. Uh, this line's flipped and probably some more. Mm. They're probably going off six, six and a half point favourites, something like that. Yeah, get on now. Um, so it's a real shame. I, they're limping um, something chronic, and I, I don't really rate the Sharks, to be to be honest, but there's just too much going against Manly. I think Sharks might do it pretty easy. Tight first half, but I think similar to what the Sharks did last, but they might Here, run away with it. Here's what I fear, Joel. 2017, similar situation. Cowboys were limping, came down to Sydney. We all thought this is by how far Cronulla, and Cronulla stuffed it up, and they have the ability... To go off their game for feeder, run sideways, players start doing stupid things. That's my one fear here, Joel, um, that Cronulla are not going to be on their game. That was a big-time performance at Leichhardt. They mm. had Canberra the week before, which I'm told took it all out of them. So they've had a couple of big weeks. Uh, where are you going? No, I'm very, very confident, Sharks. I- I'm, I'm actually very confident they find themselves in the prelim. I think they beat... The loser of Roosters, South Sydney. They stay in Sydney, and I think they find themselves in Melbourne yeah. for a prelim. I'm, I'm, I think they go on a bit of a run here. Um, so I'm really, really confident for the Sharks. Youngquist is with the Sharks. He has the Raiders, by the way, so he's got the Raiders. He's really keen, Youngquist as well, on the unders in both those first two games. So that's his sort of specialty. Really? But um, Okay, unders at the SCG. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, by the way, I'm looking at this Manly team. Um Sean Kepi is down to start. This guy played his first game last week of first grade. Uh, Humoli Olakatau. Sorry, I haven't pronounced that correctly uh, because I have never seen that name before. He is debuting. Well, and Tony Williams in jersey 21. I can't imagine they've brought him in to leave him outside the 17. No, not, not all that trouble. So I would imagine he comes in, but that's just... Uh, and to uh, Toa Sipley... Nine game. Lloyd Perrett's played one game this year. He played there. It's unfortunate, but this was what we knew about Manly: yeah. is that they're a creme brulee. It's very impressive if on anyone, the outside, but as soon as you crack them, if they're anyone in trouble. can formulate some sort of game plan to try and scrape home, it's the it's the wizard. Yeah, but yeah, I just I I, I fear for them. Here. And I'm so sorry to that Manly fan who keeps tweeting about the one prediction I've got right. Or you know how bad my predictions have been, but I said Manly going to cop bad injuries. I only predicted it for that Warriors game because I thought it's going to be wet. It's a 6 p.m. Friday. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, it's got them now. Just to set your uh, expectation for T-Rex, uh, I would temper it a little bit. I'm just going through his numbers here in the Canterbury Cup. He's played 18 games, four tries, four tries. But this is probably the one where he's only had two line breaks, which that's not really T-Rex... Two line breaks in 18 games in the Canterbury Cup. That's a scary thought. Two words. Are you ready for them? Yeah. Paul Osborne. Ah, yes. That's vi- I like that. Yeah. I like that. He set him up, Des, to be Paul Osborne. I like that. All right. There's going to be some magic around the corner offloads. Yes. Because I'm guessing Paul Osborne's stats in reserve grade were equally as unimpressive. Uh, sorry. I, I said 18. That's 18 career appearances. 10 appearances this year. Two tries. Two tries in 10 appearances. Two line breaks. So similarly, 
you know, not not huge. Are you names. calling that game for GB? Uh, I'm calling the game. I want a Paul. I'll be listening. Paul Osborne. That's the only game I'm not calling. So I want a Paul Osborne reference. Okay, done. I bet he's got to earn it. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Parramatta Brisbane. Uh, finally, uh, to finish off. Wow, what a Sunday! How pleased with the NRL have been that Canberra mm. lost to the Warriors, uh, and just the way it's turned out that uh, so we got Rooster South. Which is and Melbourne Canberra is attractive in its own right. Absolutely. So they're attractive. Manly Cronulla, well, old rivals. Yeah, and Parramatta Brisbane, great for television because it's Broncos on a Sunday over. But more importantly, Bankwest, thirty thousand. They got twenty five thousand last week, and I don't mm. think they added mayonnaise to that crowd, Joel. It may, it may have. It was certainly in the early twenties. Yep. For a six p.m. They were getting there late too because it was hard to get out of exactly. the city. Exactly. So. Um, you got to factor that in because if you haven't been to Bankwest yet, that crowd is intimidating. Uh, so four and a half is the start. Uh, where are we going here? Dollar fifty, two fifty-five. Brisbane. The last time they played a final was in this same game. The Sunday Arvo. They were slaughtered by the Dragons. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a bloody tricky game. I'm going to take points and off. I don't really rate either team. Either team, sorry. But I look at this Broncos four pack still gets me a little bit excited. And I think this is probably where it's going to be um, won and lost. Must win game, obviously, for both teams. Low scoring, give me points. Wow, okay, Brisbane. This, this, they played each other how many weeks? Two weeks ago? I think this could be the high scoring Yeah, final. they're a bit unlucky. They're a bit unlucky. When they played at Bank West, Parra killed them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely killed them. There's going to be a party out there. They're going to... I love the back three. Ferguson... Back five, in fact, are going well. Ferguson, Sevo, Gutherson. I didn't realise how big Gutherson is. Like, Shawnee's quite tall. Gutherson would dwarf Shawnee here. Um, the Wunga Blake's flying in the centres. Are you comparing Gutho to Sean? Well, you don't think he's tall? Not really. Sean? <laughs> what, how, tall, how tall are you? A little bit offensive to Gutho, to be fair. That's right. But you're, you're comparing a football. Height. It's not even about Sean. It's about what you're doing comparing a, a footballer to a mortal, a mere mortal. <laughs> at, at, at the, uh, I'm not talking. I'm talking height. Anyway, let's move on to the game. Uh, Parramatta in a big party. They just do a job. But they're going to really score some so. points. I think they're going to slaughter them. Yeah. Wow. Just because once the roll gets going. Nathan Brown back. Oh, now, they lose Kane Evans. Yeah, but Brown comes back. I understand, but Evans has been a star. They've mm. become much more consistent. I think it's a fair bit to do with Evans because mm. they can be toothless against big forward packs. But I think there's a lot of young Broncos, Sean, that I think might – they might if they rise to the challenge, woo, mm. watch out. But they could be deers in the headlights in that atmosphere. Could be. I'm not. Young Quest, me, Brisbane fans. Young Quest is with us, Dan, and he and he loves the overs. Yeah, me too. Yep, me too. Uh, all right, so that's about it. Um, but before we go, oh, uh, try, we're doing try score bingo. Nah, we're going to run out of time, I think, today. But just, oh, we're not even going to do the brackets. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no brackets. Well, hang on. All right, no, well, let's do this. Okay, Roosters South. We're all on the Roosters. Are we? Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, Sean. Okay. Melbourne, uh, Canberra. Do you want my just? To we give all you... on Melbourne to win. Yep. Melbourne, Melbourne, yep, Melbourne. Yep. I've yes. got all the favourites this week. Anyone not got the favourites? Okay. Uh, Manly, Cronulla. I'm on Man. Uh, I'm on, we're all on Cronulla and Parramatta, Brisbane. Now, who are you tipping to win here, uh, Shawnee? You're tipping. Uh, no, I'll give me the Broncos then, just to mix it up. 
Just to make your brackets oh, a bit up. You bastard, you <laughs> dare. So we've all got ro- uh, Roosters. We've all got the same bracket at this stage. He's just got Broncos. And Storm in the prelim. Yeah. Week two, so uh, South would play uh, Cronulla. Yeah, uh, right. Sharks for me. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Canberra would play Para. This or must be riveting listening. Brisbane. Can't wait to see the someone's going to get. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, right, South Cronulla. You're, da- you're taking Cronulla. Mm. You who are you taking, Joel? I'm taking Cronulla too. South. Okay. Well, That's dis- Sean, by the you, way. You, you bastard. <laughs> Canberra versus Parramatta or Brisbane down there. I'm taking Canberra. Yep, me too. Yep. And what about you, Sean? Go, go, go on, go Parramatta. Just to be. Oh no, you're on Brisbane. Who? Anyway, yeah. is anyone going to beat the Roosters or the Storm in the prelim? That's what it gets down to. No. Who have you got playing? I've got. Well, we've both got Roosters, Canberra, and we've both got Storm, Cronulla. I've got a Rooster, Storm, GF. Yeah, me too. Okay, there we go. And what Sean got? Just give me that as well, just to make it easier. Mate, your attitude, you've hardly said anything on this damn podcast. I'm not a big bracket man. Well, just pick, okay, who's your grand final? That's all it gets down to. We're just taking a part of the grand final. How do you go past Roosters Storm? I know I've taken the piss with the bracket, but it's it's a Roosters Storm grand final and Roosters win 13 plus. He's had his arms crossed the whole hour. He's had the shits all hour. I don't know why. (laughs) He's dressed very conservative. He's a different man. Yeah, I know. What's happened? You had him fight with the missus. No, no, no. She's saying, Sean, where's my damn ring? New barber or something? Oh, look at it. It's a little unkempt today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How's the colours? Nice and even. The colours. Yeah. It doesn't look as dyed today. <laughs> You're not dressed like the son of a coal miner. Put it that way. It no, he wouldn't, look... wouldn't like this outfit. No. All right, got to go. Righto. As you always say. Uh, most importantly, gamble responsibly. Yeah.